On this episode of This Month in Queer History, I'll be discussing the Rockefeller Five. The Rockefeller Five were members of the Gay Activist Alliance, or GAA. The GAA was an offshoot of the Gay Liberation Front, or GLF, which had formed soon after the Stonewall Uprising in 1969. The GLF was spearheaded by a younger generation of queer people who were frustrated with organizations like the Mattachine Society and the Daughters of Belitis. The GLF had a more revolutionary and liberationist perspective on gay rights, organizing multiple marches and protests in its early days. Its effectiveness, however, was impacted by the group's opposition to having a hierarchical structure, which it deemed oppressive. That meant that every decision had to be reached by group consensus, which, as the group grew, became increasingly harder to achieve. The GIA split off from the GLF a couple months after its formation. The GIA adopted a formal organizational structure and set upon the specific goal of bringing visibility to and pushing for gay rights. One of their most visible and effective methods of doing so was what they called ZAPs. ZAPs were a form of political direct action and often came in the form of protests and sit-ins designed to draw media attention and force public figures to acknowledge the issue of gay rights. The event which culminated in the arrest of the Rockefeller Five was one such zap. In June of 1970, the GIA decided to do another zap to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising. The GIA had been trying for some time to get a meeting with the New York governor, Nelson Rockefeller, to discuss gay rights, but all their requests had been ignored. The GIA decided that staging a zap would be more successful. For this zap, they planned to occupy the headquarters of the New York Republican State Committee, remaining there until they were given an audience with the Republican State Committee chairman. Around noon on June 24th, almost a dozen GAA members went up to the 12th floor reception room of the New York Republican State Committee headquarters and asked to speak with the chairman about Governor Rockefeller, stating that they wanted him to break his silence on gay issues. The receptionist refused them entrance to the chairman's office without an appointment, and so they made themselves comfortable on the floor of the reception area. Outside, a small group of GAA members gathered to protest, joining into a picket line and shouting, 2468, gay is just as good as straight, 3579, lesbians are mighty fine, and say it loud, gay is proud. As the zap continued with no word on whether they would be able to meet with the chairman, media representatives began to arrive and interview both the GAA members outside protesting and the ones inside staging the sit-in. The ones occupying the headquarters stayed there until after the office closed at 5 p.m. About an hour and a half later, the chairman finally agreed to meet with a representative of the GAA. Jim Oles, the president of the GAA, stepped up as the representative, stipulating that he would only speak to the chairman if a member of the press was present. The chairman refused his conditions and proceeded to call the police on the protesters. At 7 p.m., the police arrived, and five GAA members, including President Jim Oles, Tim Doerr, Marty Robinson, Arthur Evans, and Phil Raya, were arrested for criminal trespassing. The police booked them at the 51st Street Police Precinct and then arraigned them at the criminal court building. At their arraignment, around 50 members of the GAA showed up and protested. Nevertheless, the judge set their court date for August 5th. 
They were soon given the name the Rockefeller Five by the community, a name which was picked up by the media as word of the first ever protesters arrested at a gay sit-in spread through the city. As the Rockefeller Five left the courtroom, they were met by members of the press and took the opportunity to speak out against the mistreatment of gays in New York City. Marty Robinson called out for other homosexuals to join them in the fight for gay civil rights and expressed one of the grievances of the community, which was the state's discriminatory bar licensing policies, which prevented legitimate bars from serving alcohol to gay clientele which effectively meant that all the gay bars in New York City were run illegally by the Mafia, including the Stonewall Inn itself. On August 5th, the date that the Rockefeller Five were set to be tried, the GAA led a protest at the criminal court building and a rally in Foley Square Park. More than 100 people, including members of the Daughters of Belitis and the GLF, joined the GAA in protesting the arrest of the Rockefeller Five. The courts decided to postpone the trial, pushing it back to September and then to October, during which time the charges against the Rockefeller Five were eventually dropped by the Republican State Committee. The political direct action that led to the arrest of the Rockefeller Five and to the postponement of their trial was clearly successful, and the GAA would continue to stage saps, garnering a large amount of media attention towards the issue of gay rights. Thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next week when Wes, Brent, and I discuss GSAs, both our experiences with them, and how to start one in your high school or college.